Welcome to Emotionally Available. My name is Deanna and I'm in the car on my way to work chatting about what it means to be emotionally available every single day. I'm a yoga and dance instructor and on my commute, I really find time to reflect on what in class and outside of class it takes to be more available and open to what our body can do. Whether we're walking the dog or learning how to do handstands in yoga or trying an adult ballet class, the way we move is awesome and sometimes challenging. So we're gonna talk about it today, we're gonna make strides, and we're gonna be a little more proud of the way we move today. Thank you so much for joining, we'll be right back. It's Deanna with Emotionally Available, and it's been like forever since I've recorded, <laughs> so I'm really happy to be recording again. Um, I have kind of put my energy into other things, and I'm working on my website and working on some videos, so I don't want my podcast to take a back seat, but I do think that it might be not weekly, and to be quite honest, I'm not sure my podcast was ever weekly. <laughs> so if you've been listening, welcome back. If you're new, welcome And this is really just for thoughts and feelings today. So I just left a hot yoga class. um, And I was trained in hot yoga. So I did like a hot power yoga training when I got my 200 hour. And it was really intense and like really spiritual. And um, it was really great. But it was power hot yoga. So I really enjoyed it. Um, I don't currently teach any hot classes. And I just teach unheated vinyasas, so still really pretty intense and flowing, um, but just unheated, and I, that's not an active choice, that's just how my little yoga career has gone, and I just uh, started going to a new hot yoga studio just for myself, I honestly, I just found a group on and started going, and I just went to a class that I was really interested in, Um, it was a limited instruction class, that's how it was advertised on the site. And I got there, and what was appealing to me about limited instruction, one, is I was very confused about the level. Does that mean advanced? I don't know. Um, But I knew that if there was limited instruction, hopefully I would have room to play a little bit. And sometimes as a teacher, I find that I'm really judgy of other teachers, not in a negative way, but I kind of wish that I could do one thing or another slightly different. And I think when you um, have a good sense of your body and you just kind of want to play and that's your goal for a practice, that's an okay feeling to have as a fellow teacher or just a general practitioner of yoga. So I was really hoping that I would get to play a little, that I would um, be guided and have direction, but also really be able to tap into my body and just kind of what I need. I've been having a ton of classes this um, week and my hips are killing me. I kept dropping into various poses and not necessarily flowing with the whole class um, because I like to walk around a lot in class and so I'm just like sore in all these weird places and so I walk into class and I meet the instructor he explains to me that it's a recorded um, audio class so he would be there and and guiding things but um, that we were going to be listening to an audio and I was like hmm that's weird and then I was like but that's good because I'm listening to something that's going to be consistent every single time I come, should I choose to come back, which I will, um, because I loved it. And 
I also didn't have time to like be concerned with how the teacher was cueing or be distracted by any, not necessarily negative, but unique judgments as a teacher um, I might have. And I found myself so introspective, really listened to my body and made modifications and advancements as I saw fit. And it was a slow flow. So um, the pace was, was really great for sinking into a pose and making adjustments as needed. And this reminded me of a really important point. When you are an athlete training in any sort of way, it would behoove you <laughs> to cross train. It's really important as a yogi to also do this. If you only do one kind of yoga all the time, just intense vinyasa flows, just yin, just any one thing, you start to get physically um, used to it. And I don't know about you, but um, when I get really used to a pattern, I start to kind of like slack where I know I can and push where I know I can. Now that's something that's really useful. That That's really nice when you get to know a class or a teacher or a flow. Um, so it's not necessarily a bad thing, but if we train our muscles to only do certain things, they will only do certain things. So I really, um, as always would recommend taking a lot of variety of classes, um, from different instructors at different studios. Cause I think it's really important to, um, go into the same poses with different transitions or learn different cues and focus on different things. And as a, as a participant, it's important to kind of let go, which I have a hard time doing <laughs> and just do what the teacher says, right? Just practice, just try something new, listen to your body, be safe. But sometimes you just need to let it go and do what they say, um, to get yourself out of ruts. You might not have even known you were in now. I found that I was in a mental rut for sure. And I didn't realize until I just had this kind of like automated voice talking to me in class through each pose. I felt so welcome to just do what I needed for my mind. I didn't have a human telling me what to do. I had a, well, I guess it's a human recorded, <laughs> but I had a recording telling me what to do. So I didn't feel any sense of ego or issue or self-consciousness when I wanted to do something different for better or worse, for negative or positive. I just did it because no one was looking at me and everyone was really focused on just listening and not watching. Now there was a teacher in the room who was, you know, modeling everything the correct way and that was useful. Um, but I didn't feel that I needed to look at them and that was so cool. Um, this kind of audio class is totally available at home for home practice. You can go online and find all sorts of really cool um, audio classes or just video classes that you just listen to. <laughs> but it was something about doing it in a group and in a hot room, which I can't replicate at home, that was really, really cool. And as soon as I walked out of class, the instructor asked me how I liked it. And I said, it was so great to be alone. I mean, with everyone, but alone to move. And I thought that was really cool. And I never would have thought that an audio class would bring me that, let alone an audio class in a group setting at a hot studio. So that was really, really cool. So I want you to think about what kind of physical ruts, and I don't mean rut in a negative way. I mean, just a pattern that you keep going through. Maybe it feels good or maybe it feels bad. Um, but those patterns that you just keep going over and over again in your body and patterns are good because they build strength and flexibility in certain areas, but where can you break those patterns? So when needed, 
you can learn things you had no idea you even couldn't learn. Um, where is that physically that you can find? And then where is it mentally that you might be able to find too? And this goes for my dancers. Um, it goes for any group fitness experience, um, that you're in, break it up, go do something different because I totally didn't realize how much my mind needed to just be told what to do, but in a setting in which I could still freely play. I didn't realize that, um, something in my ego was like holding me back and and making me tense with other instructors. It was weird, but super, super cool. And the instructor was so nice. And I don't want anyone to think that if you teach teachers, they're going to be judgy. I am not judgy of teachers when I go into classes. I just can't help but um, wonder what's coming next and wondering, ooh, what's the point of their lesson plan and what's our peak pose and what's coming next. And there was something about a recording that just made me sit down, well, not sit down, (laughs) get on my mat, do my work and do what I needed to do for me. And it was super cool. So get your mental ruts out and go do something different in class because you might not even know you're in one. So I'm feeling super good. I hope you're having a nice practice um, this week. Um, for me in, um, Anchorland, this is a Sunday and I'm just super pleased to finish my week on this note. And it's very, um, liberating both physically, but also mentally to have spent time with myself on my mat yet with other people. So have a great week and thanks so much for listening. Talk to you later. Bye. Thank you so much for joining me for this episode. I'm so thrilled that we got to chat today and I hope you took away something good. Maybe it's a big moment of change and inspiration or maybe it's just a small reminder that being emotionally available for ourselves every day, staying open to all that our body can do is a good thing. I hope you have a wonderful day. Go ahead and follow on Instagram at Emotionally Available where you can check out on Facebook Emotionally Available or EmotionallyAvailable.com. I look forward to connecting with you again soon. Have a great day. Bye.